2: everybody! Welcome to Bibliophobia. We do officially have a title by this point. Um, it's a good title. I like it. We're I like it
1: only like what five episodes in. I
2: mean, the trailer came out first. It was just we just were. I was struggling that first month. We figured it out. Hey, be grateful I gave you a two-week break. All right, guys. Um, so uh, at the end of the last episode, we uh, I talked how we're gonna do it, going to sci-fi. We're in our sci-fi month. And we're going to do the first four volumes of the Murderbot Diaries. And we're starting this today with Martha Wells' first book, All Systems Red. First book in the Murderbot Diaries, not her first book. If you look at her bibliography, this woman's written a lot of stuff. Some of it I have not heard of. I've heard of Stargate. But I need it. I want to read her stuff. I just, so much other stuff I'm reading. But I do want to read it at some point. Based on period of this, I want to check out her older stuff. Yeah, this has sold me for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, Allison, did you enjoy our, f- our four-way into sci-fi? I, I believe you're not a big sci-fi person, right?
1: No, I actually am a huge sci-fi fan, Um, thanks to my stepdad. Um, hmm. Growing up, that's all I used to watch. Hell so yeah. stupid stuff like Sharknado and <laughs> Piranaconda is all stuff that I have ever <laughs> watched.
2: Is Piranaconda a real thing?
1: It's a real movie. That's very stupid, but
2: Well now we got some now you heard it first listeners, that's something we need to look up later. Yeah. Angel. Uh, Sharknado you uh,
0: heard of piranaconda. Never heard of that. that uh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it at least as good as Sharknado? Y-
1: yes, it's just as stupid. <laughs> um it's basically anaconda with the piranha head.
2: That sounds honestly terrifying. So, honestly. Because anacondas at least eat you slow. The piranha, that's going to just chomp at you. Yeah. Anyway, Angel, did you enjoy our four-way into the I mind of Murderbot? I did, thoroughly. Mm-hmm. It was great. Does anyone, either of you guys want to give a quick basic synopsis of what who the character of Murderbot is? Mm, I think I did the last one. Oh, you did the last one, Allison. Do you want to try it or do you want me to do it?
1: you got this cuz uh that whole i'm already like halfway through the second book and so my brain is just like i don't want to that was say my something. problem that it was my not I, think I literally
0: just my
2: problem yeah. with giving you guys a week break i knew it was like uh, they're going to start reading the second one and gonna forget the first one uh basically Mur- the character Murderbot is a sec unit a humanoid machine i didn't understand it until reading rereading this that okay he's has a human body just full of – he's like he's like an android from Dragon Ball Z, I take it, or more of a Terminator. It's like machine and bio and organic parts and like a human face. I'm guessing just like just a piece of machinery in the back of his head. I don't know. It's not – I'm stupid, so it's not that clear to me. But I know he's like – he looks human enough to be human. Right.
0: Well, because it's because it's it's all told from his perspective. Mm -hmm. There's it's not like an outside narrator. They don't go through the trouble of really describing him. It is kind of which works. You get the description kind of through naturally through the story, Mm -hmm. which
2: definitely yeah, like you said works. Yeah, and um, he um, normally a sec unit is is um, hooked to a governor module, which are which is basically. Their hub AI saying, hey, do this, do this, do this. Always listen to orders. Do whatever everybody tells you. And he hacked it and gave himself his individuality. And all he wants to do is just do his job. Well, not even do his job. He just wants to sit around and watch TV, space, soap operas all day. But he has a job to do, and he can't let people know that he hacked, that he broke, his AI, he broke his containment, I guess, for lack of a better word. And so he has to keep pretending to be a good lap dog. Robot until uh he has to you know let it know that no nah, I I uh I could do whatever I want this whole time I just choose to because I don't want to be destroyed. So what did you guys think of the first book? Uh, yes, sorry for my horrible description of writer robot. Yeah, he basically he's a robot who just wants to sit around and watch TV but has to actually work yeah it's a he's like, he's like me for real
0: no it's a relatively simple premise that um i think shines in its execution i mean just well i mean what i love about it is how human he is with like i mean that's just all the little things about just i don't know you could tell that she thought a lot about thought and what you would think and like like if you were this machine. Yeah, yeah, and like it 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 just I like how natural um mm-hmm. and natural it it flows. It really mm-hmm. feels like you're just you're in someone's
2: head. Yeah, it's definitely helped that it's only 150 pages. Really 140 with the first when does not start till page 9. It it's just good. And my favorite parts are especially that rereading it again is the first time people see him without his suit and or anyone tries to make eye contact with him, he all he wants to do is just look away or he instinctively gets angry, which I don't get angry, but sometimes I just see people trying to look into my eyes and I just I instantly just like look away. It's like, eh, I don't love that. Um, I don't know. Allison, could you relate at all to Murderbot in that way about just wanting to be away from everybody? Uh,
1: yes, I you know. I'm a very, I'm a introvert. This uh, trained to be an extrovert, and that has to l- a lot to do with my college degree, which is an associate's. Because, well, if you have my associate's, you have to be a people person.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a communications, I'm guessing, or
1: it's theater. Oh, yeah. mm. So quite literally, I spent ninety hours, pretty much a week at school.
3: Around Mon- people. Yeah. It was heard.
1: pretty much Monday through Friday, if not Monday through Saturday, four or five hours, if not more, sometimes 10 hours a day with the same group of people, four or five after hours after school and then school days. So it was very constant people, constant around people and talking to other people. So to me, it's not that big of a deal, but then deep down inside it is. So to me, it's like, well, I know how to portray it to not make it seem like I'm bothered when I really am.
0: Yeah. I feel that. Really to, that, cha- that, that took time. Yeah. It took time. Yeah. yeah.
1: I have been in theater since I was 13, 14, so it's 10 years being involved of pretending to be okay with the situations that I'm not okay with.
0: And when we meet this guy, he's only had, how much time has passed when you first start? It's like, it's I believe just he said happened. a couple months. A yeah. right? Yeah. He has had like no practice yeah. whatsoever. And
1: I do like that he does go into depth, that he says, well, I did try to do it, but then something happened to where I got... Like basically restored in a sense, like they whatever whatever yeah. they do, like to in order for him to put back his governor, uh, his module back in, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he hacked that was successful in hacking that new one, and mm-hmm. that's why he is the way he is.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he There's like lost he lost the memories yeah. in that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how this whole setup for a whole backstory that you're just like at some point you're gonna learn, which is really exciting. Yeah, it's I, a standalone, but it just sets up a, w- a clearly. A, there's clearly a bigger
0: universe out there. Absolutely, uh, I like to think that we'll get a, a view on
2: what those memories that he lost were. Um, I am um, sorry for cutting you off, Allison Angel. I was gonna ask you, did you relate to Murderbot in any ways, particularly about his? He's very, he's clearly, clearly he's like the model. He's like meant to like, this is an extrovert, extrovert connect to this please. Could you connect to him at all because of that? Because I can't tell if you're an extrovert or more of an extrovert. Um, I mean, I, I definitely
0: connected to that, that, that anxiety of,
2: of, uh, like all the attention on you.
0: Yeah. I mean, just being the odd man out, you, I, I mean, I feel like I, I can relate to that. Um, I moved her up I moved her out, around a lot growing up so i mean yeah there was some connection there but and then and then uh yeah just like he's he knows he's dangerous and and uh yeah i mean i didn't i, I didn't say i can't say I, I felt so much personal connection with his entire situation cuz it's pretty unique mm-hmm. but i did see a lot of humanity in it in general
1: I do think that it relates more to military personnel than anything. Because Mm -hmm. if you look at a lot of our people in the military, they're very much, they have to deal with the do this, do this, don't do this, do what you're told. Do this or go to jail. Yeah, do this or you're going to be dishonorably discharged. And so I think that speaks volumes as to, really any military personnel because they do have to follow orders. Mm-hmm. And if they try to stray, mm-hmm. like, yes, obviously there are certain scenarios like they still allow personality. Yes, they still allow you to be who mm-hmm. you are as a person. Yeah. But if they mm-hmm. if But you in the stray whole system. Too, uh, as a whole, generically, it's like you have to follow those rules. And if you stray too far outside of those rules, then there's punishment kind of to be paid. And I feel like that this is where it's coming from. It's He's this robot that is programmed uh, initially to do what he's told, but then... And not care. Yeah. And because he hacked it, he's very well aware of, like, I still have to pretend to be this person that I'm not. And then when this group of people that he now has to protect, they figure it out, and he doesn't necessarily have to follow those rules, but he still has to pretend when they leave that little hub of mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. or that safety net that he has.
2: Speaking of the uh, the other characters in this book, so we talked a bit more about it, and we're going to get back to him. It's his story, but there are other characters, obviously. Would, would you guys say that the story was weakened or it didn't really affect your enjoyment of it at all? The fact that other than really Dr. Mensa, none of the other, I mean, there's bits of characters in these names, but for the most part, these people are and like there's li- there's one little paragraph describing oh this person likes this person this person these people are together this person mm-hmm. admires this person or this person's a loner It's like this is his, his general those like general experience. is like would you say that's weakens it or it doesn't really bother you at all it doesn't bother me personally because again this is his story 150 pages only so much you can do we don't need the backstory to Doctor um, I'm gonna try to say this name as best uh, Gurathan I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. I do like the names in this book, but uh, I mean, or Penley, like we didn't need their whole deal. And uh, like they, the job is they're just there, just there are more names that he's protecting. And maybe because he's not, he doesn't care at this point when we're introduced to them. He doesn't, he doesn't bother describing them. He only describes Mensa, one, because I mean, she's kind of the most important human. But um, um, I think it,
0: I think it served, the, I think the characters served their purpose. And, Pretty, pretty beautifully. Uh, I was, uh, we, part of that conversation we were having earlier was, I felt like the whole book was kind of, uh, it, it really showed like the, what came through was the restraint that she used in, in different aspects of, of like telling the story that I think showed that that like kind of expressed a strength and that like came through as strength in the story mm-hmm. um, and then and by by seeing the story through his eyes and then sh- kind of strictly s- sticking to that, I mean the whole the whole story does read like a diary, um, that stream of thought that you do really get like what he's focused on in that moment. And you only only description of the world you get, and of its characters are of if he's thinking about them yeah. at if that. He bothers at all. Yeah, if he bothers mm-hmm. to give it any thought, and that is, and then you know, so really it just becomes what does the robot? What does the robot think about? And it's very kind of utilitarian, more or less. Mm-hmm. But even in that utilitarian kind of, you know, like thinking about, you know, uh, just like the logistics of the situation he is somehow able to she's somehow able to get like this endearing honesty out of out of his thoughts which is like which is just I don't know it's it's just kind of a it is really enjoyable to read I, I I had so much I have I've been having a lot of fun living in this
2: dude's head yeah, and yeah, and the best part is there's more books to read. So yeah, Allison. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I cut you off again. Allison, do you uh do you disagree or agree? Would you say it was? A you know,
1: I think it serves the book well because it just it kind of speaks to how humanity works. Like, yes, if you look at your life, you have all these people that you run into. You have all these people. That may or may not have this short description about them, depending on how much you have interaction with them. So I think it's it paints a clear view of each character and what they mean to him. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like like what you're saying, Minsa has such detail to her character, it's because he she's the one that has the most interaction with him. She's the one that clearly means the most to him. Compared mm-hmm. to all these other characters, like he's around them but they're basically their existence doesn't mean as much to him as Minsa does yeah. because And he cares. He just
2: he cares about her more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Alright. Um so there is a bit of action in this book, but it's over really quickly to um which I like because it helps serve um it gives this a very mm-hmm. much character and not necessarily a plot, but definitely a character-focused piece, and it, it goes to show that you know this guy. I do like how he doesn't want to do what he's doing, but he's also he's no slouch either. He can easily wreck everybody who comes across him, and he does. Yeah, that's all that comes to mind too. when
0: I think of that restraint. Mm-hmm. Every like just in, in this the whole, the whole book and how like he writes the writes the action scenes, mm-hmm. just enough to where yeah you get to see like what he's capable of and if and enough to feel realistic mm-hmm. because in in real life it wouldn't be like this whole fights, 30 minute long yeah, fight fights aren't, fights aren't drawn out and it's a very realistic take on yeah physic like the physically what happens and then also like the, the emotional aspect feels pretty real
2: like um like in near the end when he ambushes that uh that one other sec unit he just quickly just pop punches him blows his head off and then i think blow, blows it off one more time like he blows off his comments channel, then blows his face off fully in the span of like a paragraph. Yeah, and it's just quick and efficient, which also goes to show just how actually, how actually dangerous these things are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it, like when Pete, when the thing guy is hesitant about trusting him, like Murderbot gets annoyed, but I don't think he ever actually is like mad at him for that because, like, yeah, this is, this is a lit. It's it's a it is made for killing. So yeah, you're gonna be scared if you walk around one of these things. Now, now I would love having this guy in my, in my back pocket as a backup, but... Yeah. And not to
0: get ahead of ourselves, but I, I, I think I remember from, from someone that this, in the second book, he has a, a quick paragraph where he kind of explains how they had to make them smart, how they mm-hmm. had to make them smarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. And I found that and uh, and they even mentioned talking about like the cruelty of like I forget like mm. the, the, the exact context of it, but they're talking about like the cruelty of that of, mm. of making a non sentient thing that's, that that smart, mm. so it's kind of
2: torturous. Yeah. Also, in in the you're, another interesting uh goes into world building is earlier in the story when he learns when he doesn't know much about like um language or medicine because he's only been t- his main focus in main his main hard drive is killing and protecting security, yeah. security. So he's he's an expert at that. and um, I It's kind of looking terrifying.
1: I do like that it does... I can't remember if it's the end of this one or the beginning of the second, but he does describe, like, the whole armor, and I think it's in both, but he describes the armor, why they stay in... Like, a lot of them stay in their armor is because... They just, especially him since he's hacked it, he mm. prefers the armor because what he's realized is that once the quote-unquote humans see his human face, he then becomes uncomfortable because then they try to treat him
3: like a human. as a
1: human when mm. everyone in the room knows he's not. Mm-hmm. So it kind of describes that he's in his non-armor Suit, so like his regulated sweatpants, sweatshirt kind of yeah. thing, and then they look at him oddly as if, like, oh, I didn't realize that he had a human face, human face, he had human parts. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, whenever he has his armor on, they and look he's at blurring him blurring
2: out his face, you yeah. can just see him as just the machine,
1: yeah. And then I think it kind of describes it, it makes the humans easier. To look at him when he's in his armor rather than in like day-to-day clothes almost
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah which like uh, yeah again goes to that realism because how i mean it all that yeah that thing is she sells it she sells the world so well mm-hmm. it feels so real mm-hmm. Be- and and the believability i think sells it because yeah it's like that is I feel like how you'd feel if a when, something you knew was completely was a machine a, a machine yeah, totally a machine,
2: and then giving we're gonna it, get to that point at some point where we start making machines and and that's an interesting decision
0: flesh. i I have been thinking it makes me think about that a lot about would that be the right way to go with technology to make it look less like technology and if that happens. Do you, you know, is it, do you get like this weird, wa- how many, you know, do you get like this weird wax figure, you know, sham of of a shade of a human? Probably or at first, but it just
2: evolves over time where they're just like making it out of stem cells probably. Because they also mentioned there's augmented humans here. They don't really go into detail, but I'm imagining it's kind of like cyberpunk or, mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, like Star Trek where people just put like machines yeah, or yeah, computers in their bodies. Tech in their bodies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think just once we start doing that to ourselves, we're, we'll be more willing to do it to machines. Or well, I think we'll probably do it to machines first before we do it to ourselves, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm it's just a limit. Deep. No, but no, it, it's it is a, it's a deep thing to think about because where's I mean, you kind of have to think of, you know, the ethics of... Especially, the f- especially with something with that intelligence. I mm-hmm. mean, you're making it look human. You're giving it damn human, hu- near human intelligence.
2: It's way smarter than all of them, and it can do a thousand things at once. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And and then y-
0: you kind of have to subject it to this leash, this the shock collar mm-hmm. type of
2: type of uh, situation. Mm-hmm. I guess you could also ask, why is it? Why do things have to have a face? For a, or a human face at that, really, mm-hmm. for us to treat it with the decent kind of decently, you know, because like he mentions how in in other contracts, you yeah, have people would just have him stay in their office and he would just stand there for hours and hours on end un- until they wanted one thing if they ever did or play with him or, or they'd play with him, play with him works. or make him kill things just for the heck of it. And they mentioned that there's also, and this is also, this gets touched on in the second book. There's also there's other type of bots. There's there are, I'm gonna use the pleasure bots. There's like bots for everything out there. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting. I, I I don't know. I'm trying to sound deep again or intelligent. Just do you think there's anything t- she's trying to mention that at all, or is it just a ha- just a part of his part of the story? Having a human face. Uh. I mean, yeah,
0: definitely. It, I mean, I think she's just presenting this world mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of, I don't know. It's, it's, she's, she's telling, I mean, she's obviously telling a story, but the whole world is kind of serving as, as like just offering up this mm-hmm. idea yeah. of, you know, giving you something to think about.
2: Mm. Did it make you guys more interested? Um, I already I know the answer because you made your reading the second But if I had it made you guys read the second after this, would you guys have picked up the second after reading it? Did you enjoy it that much?
0: I think so.
1: Mm Yeah, I think
2: so. I don't think we're going to go too much longer. Hold on. Let's pause for a second. I'm going to take that last part out. now in one thing I do like about this about this universe at least, at least in the first I've read the first three books, at least so far, is how it's more in the vein of and for lack of a better example, kind of like do you guys ever see Firefly or Serenity? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a, where it's more in the vein of that where ev- humans have expanded to all the corners of space. They've t- colonized a bunch of planets. Here, there's corporations and entities and all that. But there's no aliens. The only aliens are the like the natural like that thing that tries to eat them at the very beginning, mm. which is a cool little good little set piece just to set up. Just hey, there's there's like there's dangerous things on these planets, but it's not gonna be an alien story. You know, mm. it's, like, the main threat is uh, the corporations. Doing shady shit for whatever the reason. <laughs> and uh, I kind of like that about it. I mean, I love aliens. I love sci-fi stories. Of the aliens, I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars. But I think that would have just overly complicated it, these universe. So I think just making just aliens, humans and robots, I think keeps it pretty simple. Again, uh, that restraint.
0: Yeah, no, I think that keeps this. So I think it's such a strong story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the world is strong. It's written amazingly. It, yeah, it's it's just you
2: understand everything that's happened The way she writes, you understand everything that's happening. And if you're confused on something, I'm like on the descriptions, and you can go back and just kind of quickly figure it out. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's what she's trying to say.
1: I do think it's just it speaks volumes to the simplicity of it, because mm-hmm. it allows her to create more of this visual world mm-hmm. for the reader to be able to see. Mm-hmm.
2: And focus more on the
1: actual yeah. character. Yeah. Whereas, if you try to add too many moving parts, that's mm. where I feel like this goes for anything—movies, um, TV shows, TV shows. If you have even books. Yeah. If you have too many m- moving parts, a lot gets dropped. A lot gets misinterpreted. Whereas, if you have something so simple, robots and humans, and then you have you even from there, it can get pretty complicated with. Like the robots, like and yeah. here, like you mentioned in the second book, she starts to bring another aspect of robots, yeah. So, mm. even but even then, that's
2: gradual, and it's really just yeah. like two, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you're still there's still a whole, there's still so much you can learn, but she's giving to you gradually, yeah,
1: which which you're is nice. like the comfort unit, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Mm. All right, um, it's true, yeah, she's kind of before we head out here i think they've said that they've thought about they they want they're trying to get people to buy the, to adapt ad, ad, adapt this and um again this is, uh, at the time of this recording i could be totally wrong but um if this was to be adapted into you know any other format how would you guys want it i think me and angel personally we mentioned we would love for this to be made into a video game series just cuz the way these are you can't make a whole you really can't make a whole season of television out of this you can make a movie, but I see. I he we definitely not make a movie out of that book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. each of them really. Mm-hmm. Allison, would you or would you prefer it to stay as a book series? Would you want to see this adapted, and how would you want?
1: Honestly, it? me being me, I'm very much a film person, and mm-hmm. so this is just because that and like that's what I want to be is TV movie. Mm-hmm. I do think that this could be either a TV series or a movie. Mm. Just because if you wanted to draw it out, you could, and there's so much more that you could go as far as adding even just a little bit of detail to each one. Um, you, you focus d- on the characters and yeah, focus on the characters. I feel like you could do that in, in a TV show, Dr- almost to draw it out even more to really help get that in-depth feel and then understanding of how, like where each character plays into the murder bot. Mm -hmm. And then in a movie with how this book already is set up, you can literally combine all the, all the books from so far from what I've read the first really like one and a half. Mm -hmm. It seems like you can combine them and create this very fast paced uh, movie because yeah. it seems like this whole series is already fast paced to begin with. Yeah.
2: The first four books are novellas. Yeah. There's one novel, two more novellas, and then there's going to be another another novel coming out later in the year of
1: 2023. Yeah. So, so I, oh, even but, if it was like a trilogy but movie, Would you, you be you
2: c- afraid? I'm sorry to cut you off. Would you be afraid that you would lose the essence of the character since so much of this is in his head? Would you be afraid we'd lose a good chunk of that? It would have to all rely on an actor's facial expressions unless they put in like a narrator which never I works on TV or any like camera medium.
1: I think it, it does if you do it right. And that's the issue with a lot of stuff that we have nowadays. Uh, you have all these amazing directors, actors, and people like that. It's finding the right... Actor, director, yeah. writer.
0: So you'd have to find someone who you have to find someone who understood who understands that the story needs to be told from yeah. his perspective. Mm-hmm. So and pretty much solely from his perspective, solely. he can't yeah. be cutting to yeah. places. Exactly. So yeah, that's it. that's that's it right there. You need to in in place of the inner monologue that mm-hmm. he has that runs through the entire book. You need to you you need to show restraint with your cameras with your shots and with what you show on screen to get you know a sense that you know you're just you're only seeing what he's seeing um but then also use the fact that he sees more than with eyes mm-hmm. he, he uses, can literally he uses pack cameras. cameras to see in third he, person yes and he, which is so weird and to me. he can do that we have multi. He can do that with multiple different types of cameras and mm-hmm. multiple cameras and and a large number of cameras all at one time. So that I mean, imagine, imagine that last scene with the scene where he has the four or five little drones. Mm-hmm. Imagine all that being shot by just switching in that that fight scene. With, oh, yeah. the, with the two murder bots. Oh, that would be really cool. S- yeah. Shot via just <laughs> seeing the, the scene through the, the drone's feed. That would be yeah. ca- that would be sick. That's, right. why, be why, sick.
1: I, that's why I say it's, I feel like this would do well as a movie or TV series because even though it is so simple, she makes it so complex mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Being able with mm-hmm. the drones, him hacking it. And I think it. you just have to shoot it well. And I think mm-hmm. today's society, we're so accustomed yeah. to these very fast-paced almost you're viewing through this non-existent person mm, so you have yeah. yeah
2: another thing it could not my would fear my one fear if this gets adapted it would fear they would just become a generic i hate using the word generic it would just become a sci-fi action shooter that because this is not that is this is not what that series is this series is not that just him going shooting people and leaving i mean yeah he kills people but when he doesn't do it for fun and also no, no, he does it to protect people yeah it's about his his it's, journey it's about
0: his str- his struggle with himself yeah and his, yeah like like yeah his just living really yeah. he's like he's like just been introduced to free will and mm. now he's now you're seeing what he
2: does with it would you um real quick uh since we talked about the action scene there's two more things i want to talk about before i get us out of here in terms of another thing, we talked about how much of a badass he is, and I do like that, but you also see how they also mention how he he's badass, but he can still get hurt. You feel that he's always in danger. And even if it's necessarily not he's in danger, the tension comes from whether or not the scientists are going to be in danger as well. So, like when I first read the part where – They go to the other facility, and there's those two rogue sec units running around. He has no idea where they are. And you you gotta feel his nervous because he knows he could probably take them on, but still, a sec unit is a sec unit. And I like that tension of he's still in trouble, even though he's a robot, even though we can see all these cameras at once and do all this stuff. He's he's still among very dangerous. Still very mortal for being a robot, Mm -hmm. which I like. And again, the tension comes from he's trying to protect people. Okay, how do I do that? While also, you know, also not dying myself, he, like he, he cares mm-hmm. about
0: the people, mm-hmm. and, and and it's not exactly, maybe maybe it is from all the media he watched. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he mentioned that that's how we learned, like just kind of semi human emotions. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of learned, and and so he like, it's it's almost like he he picked to he like kind of. Just, chose to be the person that he is mm. like pretty deliberately and he's like choosing to be like kind of like kind of an honorable guy he's mm. like he's like kind of choosing to be like he's like oh sticking to his mm. you know he's like well I have a job to do and he mm. like he like has this like for no reason kind of has like this sense of duty mm. that and um and responsibility mm. that uh yeah, that that ups the tension because because yeah, he's trying to protect these these soft squishy
2: fellows. Yeah. I also liked how it's set up. Another thing, aspect of the world building, it's very subtle, Maybe not subtle, but it's very like just kind of in there and you forget about. it. But then you, as you read, you see more and more of it. When they just this quick little mention of how when they're on the facility before you know, everything goes to crap, how he was recording everything they were doing, all the humans were doing. And they mention this part how it's company policy. It's not officially written anywhere, but it's a thing that no one, everyone knows is happening, but no one can do anything about. And then we just get all these mentions of all these the preservation ox, the uh, gray chris. We just learn all these things. How there's a bigger universe out there, full of shady. It's run by. Com- it's like the aliens universe where it's run by companies who do whatever they want, and everyone's just kind of just have to put up with it. how he how he's a prisoner of his he was a prisoner of his governor module humans are also prisoners of this these corporate systems just telling them what to do and they have to do it or they're gonna die i i don't i'm i feel like i'm I'm making i'm kind of just now making that connection there or maybe i'm overreading it but no no that's that's an
0: interesting one yeah it is i I was gonna say it is interesting i like it's kind of mind-blowing like the the Granularity that she Mm. that that the the author that she like goes to explaining that stuff, and I I found myself like kind of having to reread sections Mm. where she's talking about bond agreements and there's like there's like a lot of like legalese in there Mm. that that I wasn't really expecting. I was like, oh, this is like kind of this is kind of heavy, but I mean, it it makes sense. She's Mm. yeah, and I get like I said, it does nothing out now. It works thematically, yeah and and yeah it that is an interesting i think I think you've hit on an interesting little kind of kind of narrative point there with like the dual like kind of seeing it that way of of seeing
2: it's it's like he was that, a prisoner of his module and now they're, yeah, prisoner and they're of, prisoners of uh, their protocols and systems,
0: yeah, and they kinda of have their orders and stuff and and every all the characters are a lot of, they're they're all just kind of there. And and they're this not, is not really gonna have a big
2: impact, but it's
0: still affecting them, right? Right, and no one's there for like passion, everyone's there for like a paycheck, yeah, because they were told to come there and do this. whole
2: yeah, Allison, you have any thoughts or no?
1: No, not really, not anything different from what you all were talking about, really.
2: All right, uh, one last point we're gonna touch on before we wrap this up the ending. So the end, they go, he saves everybody, they beat, they quote-unquote beat the bad guys. Not really, everything just, the world's going to keep turning. And Mensa offers him, hey, I'll come be your guardian. You can come live on my farm with my big happy family and, you know, just kind of just be. And he decides, well, I don't think he, I think he was considering it for a, a hot minute, but I, I don't think he ever fully intended. Once he had knew, realized he had the opportunity, he was always going to try to run off and be on his own. One he wants to learn what ha- what happened in his past, but also he for, he uh, he mentions the line how he doesn't want to how guardian's just another word, nice word for owner. Mm-hmm. Do you think if he'd gone with Mensa, he would have been happy, or do you think he has to he needs to go on this journey to like more like find himself? Did you guys like the actual ending of the book here?
1: I. I did. I think it kind of, it could have gone in many directions. He could have gone with her and still had the ability to find himself. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And then, you know, I think in his head, he has an understanding, like what you're saying. It's just the nice word of ownership. And you you good?
2: Yeah, let's take another pause. I'm going to really edit this one.
1: Half yawn, half.
2: <laughs> I was trying not to yawn in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, you were saying. Back to but your point.
1: I think, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I think it could have gone in. So many different directions, but. You know, it's it kind of speaks to his character a little bit more, as to, what decision he made.
2: Yeah, if he had the choice, he was always gonna just go yeah. be by himself because that's what he wanted. Yeah. First of all. In the very since the very beginning, yeah. Angel. Do you agree? Do you do you like the ending? It was cool to see him, kind of like see
0: you know like consider like he wasn't really sure mm-hmm. for a moment, but then he ultimately stuck to his guns. Mm-hmm. He stuck with his gut feeling, which was what he which was which, which was consistent. Like you said through kind of how he's always been, which mm-hmm. he was like. No, I wanna be alone. Yeah. I'm gonna do my own thing. He wasn't he was never at, at one point looking for a home. Mm. He's like, No, I'm cool actually. As long as I don't have to
2: talk to anybody. Um I And he feels bad about I think he feels bad about leaving her like that. He just uh uh-huh. he appreciates her give pretty much giving him his freedom and now he's just gonna I'm He's thanks. a really
0: he's a really interesting protagonist because mm. he doesn't have he doesn't have like this kind of suite of emotion or attachment Mm. he is he is a robot Mm. and he is able to and he just but yeah but he is like he like has like he's like kind of emotional he kind of decides emotionally and yeah it's uh, I definitely think uh, I mean I'm uh, like I said I'm having a good time living in his head yeah, it's uh, it's been a ride, and yeah, I thought it was a great ending. I, and uh, it, it definitely made me immediately want to
2: pick up the second one. Yeah. I was like, oh, let's, if I didn't uh, if I didn't make going. you uh, read the second for this, would you have picked it up anyway? Um,
0: yeah, after reading it, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. I I just I loved. I couldn't believe how much I loved how it was written, and it was such a it was just a joy being in the pages in the words, like just how, how she penned the, like, like the whole hacking thing, like how she describes the sensations of interfacing with, with software yeah. and systems.
2: Or people trying to hack, him and, and hack he just, him and
0: he knows it. And how, yeah, he, he feels, feels like how she describes the, you know, nudges and, and, and bumps and waves. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that abstract shit. That's like It's like, uh, like you get it. You don't fully like, there's no real right way to describe it, but you understand what she's trying to say. Right. There's no right way to describe it. And I just love that. She just takes this angle. And from his perspective, it kind of translating to like human understanding is, uh, is, is so fun. I love like all those, those hacking, there's a little hacking sequence, um, in the second book where they're on the transport, where I'm like, yo, I'm like that. That's like blows my mind. Um, Damn, I knew I should
2: have made this a double episode, right? But next week's gonna be even better. Guys. Oh, it's gonna be oh,
0: it's gonna be great. This this one, I'm not even done with this with the second one, and it's gonna be crazy. Um, I did want to say, uh, to uh listeners, we we're getting really we get real into the weeds with these books. You should probably maybe read them too. Because um, we, we don't really. Yeah, I haven't been saying that, not, have I? We're not really hand holding here. We're just no. getting right into it. it. It's, Spoilers. It's, yeah. And we're not even like explaining, like, we're not explaining too much. We're like getting, we're just like, we're getting, we're right into it. We're under, we, we, this conversation is mm-hmm. under the pretense that you I have read f- this book. You've read the book. Yeah. So this is not a, this on, is not a recap podcast. And, and I don't think we need to apologize no, for that. No, honestly, I,
1: I love it because we just. Jump right into it, and yeah. we're just all over the place. And then it's like, oh yeah, by the way, I love that the ending of the book book refers to this, which happened in this part of the book, and then it refers right back to this, and it's like, yeah,
2: yeah, we're a, gonna, lot, of, we're a gonna, lot of these are. Yo, when yeah. the dragons showed up in Game of Thrones, holy fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna tear these babies up. Yeah, so um, <laughs> just wanted to put that out there, Allison. Uh, if you, if I didn't make you, give if I. Well, one I'm glad. One I'm glad I'm a- I introduced you guys to the series because this series it's popular, but it's getting nowhere near as much love as I think it does. I can't. Can. Um, yeah, I need to. I need to see if there's a Reddit page. But also, um, <laughs> I know I I, um,
1: that that's just a thing. I need to check the Reddit page. <laughs> to see what's going on. <laughs> what about is it. this? Because
2: that's where all the fans <laughs> post all the dankest memes. But um, if um, so after I've given this, if I decided to go to another series after this book, would you have picked up? artificial condition regardless or
1: yeah um i would have it's just it would have taken a lot longer for me to get there because
2: but you would have ultimately picked it up yeah oh that's good um for sure
1: to be fair i did so i have the hard copy like from the library but Mm. then i also rented the audio version because i was like there's going to be different times that yeah. I'm not going to have enough time to sit down and read this. I was going to
2: ask you before we signed off, how was the uh, audio version yeah. of the story? W- were you still able Did it was it a good audio book?
1: Oh yeah, it was very interesting and I do like the fact, because what they did do is almost robotize the voice. Ah,
2: uh, Like which, add a filter to him or he just used a cool voice?
1: Like, I think it was both. I think it was a little bit of both. Um. But it it was very fascinating because it was almost that monotone robot sounding voice. So so
0: a male narrator. Yeah. And mm. then oh, that sounds great. Yeah, that it sounds it was pretty great. It
1: was really cool, and I did enjoy it. And then I also think because I at some point went to double speed because wow. I was like I don't have time for this I'm gonna double speed it, which that made it sound even cooler, <laughs> because. <laughs> You hear all these like almost robot sounding voice and then it's at double speed and you're like, this is not, no, this should not work together, but it does.
2: I really need to see if I can find the output for this because again, it's only 140 pages. So no, uh, well that's what a 3 hour audiobook.
1: It was a 3 hour audiobook no. and then like an hour and a half if you're double listening speed. <laughs> <laughs> Double <laughs> speed. <laughs> Which uh,
2: apparently is a really it, great it, way to listen yeah. <laughs> to. It. Yeah. Um well anyway everybody thank you guys for listening. Next week we're going to pick up the second book in this is in the diaries. <laughs> Artificial condition. Artificial. I, I love it. Allison and Angel seem to be liking it really a lot, so we're good. Um, so pumped. Three more three <laughs> three more, uh, three more uh, weeks of sci-fi, and then I, I'm deciding right this second, right now, because I'm going to make myself married to it. After sci-fi, we are going to go into fantasy. What book yet? I have no idea, but we're going to fantasy. I'm going to make myself choose that. I don't know why I'm announcing this right now, but because I'm indecisive. But yeah, no, I I feel yeah. it. Now mm-hmm. we're now we're committed. We're committed. We're committed. If you guys, want, uh, thank you guys for thank you two honestly for, we we're f- first episode with the title. Thank you for sticking with me through these. I know you guys are busy, both busy. We're all busy, but I appreciate it's taking the time, time to life. read stuff with me and having fun. I'm f- I'm having fun. Are you guys having fun? Yeah, Not so much. Yeah. You're gonna talk shit about me once we leave the studio. That's so fine. so much, so much shit. <laughs> um, but I, uh,
1: he needs to hear from someone. Mm.
2: You know, yeah. We all we all need to. You're getting mm. a little big for your for your britches, man. Yeah, yeah I need to get humbled. I'm a piece of shit. I suck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you said it, not us. Uh, um,
2: thank you, everybody, for listening, guys. Great time. We'll see you next week.
0: All right. Thank you. Bye.